Hello, hello, hello. I just want to take a quick second here to thank Cyber Lady Z, C, and Molly Valkyrie. Uh, thank you so, so much for supporting us over on Patreon. We really appreciate the continued support. Thank you so much. And if you out there want to support us on Patreon, support the network, support this show, support our growth, go over to patreon.com slash mushroomstation to, uh, to, to, to do all of that stuff. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode, all right? Mwah. <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Artificial Ghost Radio. My name is Jupiter Morningstar, and, you know, I think it's time to set up camp. Okay, uh, my name is Joe Lingwa, and I have a tent right here ready for us to build. Perfect. Let's do, let's do it. Let's you ever that built a tent t- before, Jupiter? Um... See, I'm glad. I'm. Uh, it's good that you uh, uh, distracted me because I was gonna do a whole building a tent bit and then demand that you put tent building sound effects into the episode. <laughs> so, so you really like you you preempted that and just and just sidetracked that right out of the mm-hmm. way. Um, I think so. I think so. I think that uh, we used to um, when I was a kid. Uh, I've never been, like, camping, but me and my sister, we, like, once or twice, uh, built a tent in the backyard and, yeah. like, spent the night. Yeah, I used to do that. I love that. Yeah. You, you honestly, that unlocked a memory for me. I forgot that. I'm really glad. Um. Yeah. Out- outdoor memories are, uh, good, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember being really, uh, uh, I can't remember if this actually happened or if this is something that I was just scared of happening, but it would, wouldn't surprise me that either my dad or my uncle came out in the middle of the night to, like, pretend to be a monster. Mm-hmm. I think, I think my uncle did that. I think I, it, that's very in character for him. That's... That is uh, an avuncular activity, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. I would say so. Um, that well, also, no surprise that that uncle turned out to uh, uh, be an actor later, <laughs> uh, who who has played such characters as 
nudist who gets murdered. <laughs> uh, and uh, shady mayor's assistant, I think. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, you gotta stick to your strengths, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Getting, getting you murdered naked, for instance. Actually, he, he plays that, that nudist who gets killed in one of my favorite TV shows. Oh, yeah? Uh, which is Elementary. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in Elementary for, for an opening of an episode. Which, uh, uh which season? Oh, I don't remember. I don't Dang. remember offhand. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of the middle ones. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I, I knew that he did that, but I didn't know it was in elementary. Cause like when, when that happened, my whole family was like, of course we were talking about it. Right. And I didn't know that it was in elementary. And when I was watching elementary for the first time, I saw him and I was just like, wait a second. That's my fucking uncle. <laughs> That's Holy so shit! Good. That's yeah, so right? good. Oh my god! Oh man, that's yeah. Good that stuff. was fun. That was fun. Um, well, this episode of Art Ghost is, I hope, starting a trend. Yes. Where uh, this episode is a bit of a softball as far as the theme goes, but uh, is is a good precedent to set this. Is songs that we found on Bandcamp, and Joe, I just want to ask, uh, 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 how how did this theme treat you? Well, I'm gonna be honest. I I wish I had taken more time with it. Um, ah. I I'm I'm happy with my pick, uh, and I but I also kind of had it ahead of time. Sure, um, but uh, I'm I'm excited to like. I, I guess I'm excited to remember that Bandcamp is a platform I can use to listen to music because I yeah. don't. Yeah, I, I, I often, I often have forgotten as well. Having made a couple of different Bandcamp accounts over the years because I keep forgetting that it's a thing and that I already have accounts, or forgetting what emails I used. Uh-huh. Uh, so there is at least one account I have that has the like where I bought the the Spirit Phone album by Lemon Demon mm-hmm. and uh I don't have access to that account anymore so that stinks <laughs> yeah I think I I think I still have it downloaded like I I um let's see yeah no I I still have it downloaded on my computer I, I was I was smart um I did download all of the songs. This was, I guess, in 2017, because uh, that's when all of these were last modified. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I downloaded all of the albums that I downloaded on Bandcamp and put them on my computer. So I still have it. Wise. My God. Holy shit. I'm sorry. I I have on here... It's probably good that I don't have that account anymore. I have on here some... Some bad picks. I have here an album by an a fucking internet, uh, like YouTube, uh, fucking like one of those white boy rap mm-hmm. artists who like raps about video games. Oh yeah, like MC Chris. So, yeah, stuff like like that. I'm not gonna name them because I don't like them anymore. But uh, <laughs> but we but all I, we had a phase, huh? 
we all had a phase. Uh, and the reason why I'm particularly embarrassed is not just because that alone is an embarrassing thing, but also because, like, I listened back to their, their shit and, like, a couple of years ago and was like, hey, wait a second. This is extremely racist. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let me just go ahead and, uh, delete that. I don't, I don't need that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Anyway, um, there there are some good stuff on here, though. There's there's some good stuff. Uh, so I guess my last exp- real experience with Bandcamp in, in 2017 was, frankly, kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, so on a completely new account now, uh, I have been, for the past, like, two months off and on, going on Bandcamp and just finding like albums mostly searching down the hyperpop tag and uh finding albums to, that I like have been wishlisting and stuff um mm-hmm. and uh this morning like I knew that I had stuff that I could have pulled from for this episode but this morning I decided to take another look and I found an extremely amazing EP that I really want to highlight. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's what I'm going to do this episode. Okay. And it, and I'm going first, so I'm going to keep talking now. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) So, uh, like I said, uh, I've mostly, when I go to Bandcamp, I have been, uh, searching down the hyperpop tag, uh, because I really like hyperpop and, I don't know. I guess hyperpop is like all genres are messy and uh, kind of bullshit anyway. And there's like a so much overlap. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like I I feel like there isn't as much of a core hyperpop identity as yeah. I was kind of hoping for. You know, like yeah. Well, it's a relatively new genre. Like at least yeah. that word. Yeah, it, it's a relatively new genre, uh, uh, but, like, I don't know. There are a couple of different, like, schools of thought with hyperpop that I've noticed. Uh, and, like, a lot of it is, like, really good music. Uh, but, like, it, it kind of feels like hyperpop is just, like, a tag that electronic artists will throw on music that kind of fits. Mm-hmm. Along with a bunch of other tags that are, like, help get their albums like seen. Right. Um and I'm not saying that it doesn't fit, but I'm saying that like it's hard to uh know what are like the core tenets of what hyperpop is. Uh because there's like there's outfits that are a little bit like that are like a hundred gex inspired or food house inspired. Uh and then there are artists who are, you know, following their own schools of electronic music and I don't know. Hyperpop is just like weirdly more of an umbrella term than I was expecting. Uh, but that is frankly good information to have. Mm-hmm. We're learning today. We're learning. And I think like that is something that is really interesting about Bandcamp is that, um, uh, and for clarity, I, I mean, I would have, I would figure, right? But, um, we're, we're not sponsored. 
here. <laughs> just like us, we, just like we weren't fucking sponsored by Spotify by talking about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is really interesting with Bandcamp that, like, the way Spotify gets you to discover music is with playlists, and it's very singles based. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. It wants you to listen to, like, one song by an artist, put that in a playlist, and then use that song to find a bunch of other single songs by a bunch of different other artists. Yeah. Um, And what Bandcamp is going for is more like the record store kind of style. Yeah. Of, you know, searching through a bunch of, of, like, albums, getting drawn in by their cover art, and giving them a sh- a try uh and you know a-, a lot more like word of mouth based too so honestly in a in a very real way i am hoping that by highlighting more bandcamp music we will be able to have a more tangible effect on you know like spreading music around you sure, know what i mean sure yeah yeah and learning about more music because and, yeah one thing I think part of the reason that I don't use Bandcamp as much is because it's unless you have a lot of time on your hands, which I very rarely do, it kind of feels like you need to know what you're looking for before you go in. Um, But that's not necessarily like, again, that's not necessarily a problem. I think that I would like to be able to dedicate more time to spending time in the record store and exploring and, you know, seeing seeing what sticks out, which hidden gems are in there. Because there's a lot. There is a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot on Bandcamp, and more is being released literally every day. Uh, it's it's fucking bananas. And so I was searching through the Hyperpop tag, and I found this 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 compilation uh, album that I really do want to talk about at some point. Uh, that is called Pulse of Poison, which is a compilation album uh, collated by the label Desk Pop. That is that features a a bunch of different artists with um horror themed electronic music and or just like spooky halloween vibes and it's really good like there are some you know big hits and some big misses but overall it's really good i haven't even listened to the whole thing yet because it's like 20 songs but it's really good and i was convinced that i was going to bring a particular song off of it to this to this episode and then i was just scrolling down and i like saw the like little recommended thing of like if you like this you might like this and there was one that had a very interesting cover art that i wanted to look at and i gave it a listen and you know what holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> So, the song that I am bringing today is Terraform The off of the Demon Child EP by Crescents. And part oh, Crescents, by the way, is spelled uh, C-R-E-S-I-N-C-E. And first, let me just, I'm just going to send you the link to it. This is an instrumental song. And this, this EP is like five songs long. Uh, you know, about like 25 minutes. It is really fucking good. Like I started listening to it and I was like, 
blown away by how good it is. And then I saw that only seven other people had bought the album. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) I... I need to talk about this, and so here we are. Um, oh, wow, it was released two weeks ago? It was released two weeks ago, so it's fairly fucking recent, uh, to be fair. But uh, uh, even still, uh, I I feel like this is kind of being slept on a little bit. <laughs> and so I, I, I want to highlight it. Uh, Hell so yeah. Let's, let's give this song a little listen, shall we? We shall. That was great. You know, you know, I love a song with movements. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The song is kind of like three different mini songs yeah. in one song. I I think it's very telling that the uh like in the bio section of this artist it says instrumental storytelling composer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as I'm aware, this EP is, um. I don't know the exact story because I wasn't able to find it. And I don't know if it exists. But uh, from what I've been able to piece together, this this EP is the story of a monster being born in a cave. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Based on the, the art there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I, I feel like this is, a, this is a thing that I notice with... Um, with a lot of bandcamp artists, and I think this is true of of all all musicians, right? Of like uh, that music is about t- telling a story, right? Mm-hmm. But good music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but the I think that that's that's the thing is like there's there's like a bit of confusion there. I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but um, with like a lot of mainstream artists. You know, even songs uh, about, I don't know, going out and drinking and having a party, you know, those kind of songs. Like, while they might be, in, you know, based off of a person's actual life, they're not telling literal events. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, like, every every song is telling a story and is through the lens of a character. Uh, and there's this whole concept in music about, like, being real, but I don't think that that's necessarily the point. We're n- these aren't biopics, you know? Like, yeah. But a thing that I notice a lot with, uh, uh, band camp music a lot of the time, or just with, like, underground music in general, is that they're also telling stories, but tend to be, like even more fictionalized in the fact that they are set 
in fantastical worlds. They're uh, in concept albums more. Like they're, yes. they're they're yeah, like they're truly works of fiction rather than just yes. exaggerated uh retellings of stories. Yeah, exactly. Right? right. Like Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I definitely see that a lot in, in these underground music spaces where it's just like I have this idea in my head and I gotta get it out and you get it out as an album. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's what's so like beautiful too is that you know, like like I said, the like actual story of this album, the story that this album is trying to tell, it's not written down anywhere as far as I can tell. It's just, you know, the there is no canonical version of it. Mm-hmm. There is the version that is in Crescent's head, but when listening to it, I think what it's trying to do is to help you imagine a story that is at the very least on similar lines, you know, right, like right. you take the pieces that you're given and you extrapolate on them. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that if you were to like play this EP for a group of writing students or whatever and you made them each individually write out a story to to com- like to to go along with the album, you it would not be the same person to person by a long shot, but yeah. you would see similar arcs at the very least. Yeah, absolutely. And let me tell you, this this EP is a fucking treat to listen to. I, mm-hmm. I, I made Joe wait twenty minutes before we started recording so that I could I could listen to it all the way through. <laughs> uh, it is, uh, like every song is this beautiful, atmospheric piece that has such like, like there's a very real like jazzy element to it there's a very real like it is fully synth for sure but the way that it uses synths is so exploratory yeah it really like i don't know like i i would need to listen to it a bunch more times to like come up with a cohesive story that like i feel like fits yeah but when listening to it, I was just fucking like, I, there were so many moments of just me like, like vibing, 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 and then something would happen, and I would just like lean back in my chair, all yeah. smiley, like, oh, this is just hitting so right. Uh, yeah. This 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 fucking EP slaps to the moon and back. Uh, the only like slight bummer of it is the fourth song, Traveler Deathwin. Or sorry, not Devlin. Do Do Fen. I swapped the letters. Um, Traveler Do Fen uh, uh, is a good song, but there is this um, uh, like really like uh, uh, the synth bass instrument that is like through like prominently featured in the song that I feel like doesn't. It, it isn't as pleasing to the ear and is a little sure. too prominent and I feel like should have been like mixed down or swapped out with a different instrument or something. But other than that, like other <laughs> than that, and that is like a a, a nitpick, this yeah. this album is just such a fucking treat to listen to. And what I really like about this song, why I picked it over the others, first off, it's the featured song. When you when you 
press play on the on the album like uh the, the on Bandcamp you can there you can set a preview song for a featured song for your album uh as like the highlighted track for people to listen to if you want them to get into the album uh uh and you know like if it's important to listen to the whole thing in sequential order then they'll probably just do the first one but this song is the second song on the on the EP and uh the other reason why I want to highlight it is because I feel like it does like that that quality that storytelling quality of it on this first listen through of this EP it really hits for me of the song is called Terraform the with the you know yeah. what it would be terraforming left blank and I think that that is like this song, from my memory of only listening to the CP once, this song is the only one that has that sort of like that that quality of having like three mini songs that I was talking yeah. about, where like at the like third points of this song, it literally fades out and then fades into a different thing, and then fades out and then fades into a different thing. And in a song that is the title of which is supposed to remind you of terraforming i think that that is really interesting to have this song that completely changes as you are listening to it yeah as if it is being terraformed right in front of you yeah that's really cool that's a really cool interpretation and i i think that that's like uh, it's kind of been a through line of uh, our recent episodes i love shit like that where the words like it's it's more than just a good song with a good story, the art like informs itself in a way. And that's, yeah, that, that, that shit is always just endlessly cool to me. I hadn't thought of it that way. I was trying to figure out what, what it could be referring to. And I think that's a good interpretation. I also came up with the idea that it's terraform the demon child as is, as in like change it, or maybe its name is terraform because it's from the earth. I don't know. Oh, oh, I like that. That's that's cute. <laughs> uh, um, um, yeah. But it, yeah. It it kind of you know to me this song. If we're if we're thinking about the the story, it it is part and parcel to this child, demon child, being born underground and finding its way out of this cave that's listed on the or that's that's labeled on the the album art here. And the first movement of this song is so wobbly, for lack of a better word, imbalanced. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. there's this specific like phrase that happens over and over again with this this synth noise that gets kind of stretched out to its limit. If it was any further, it would be uncomfortable. Like just mm-hmm. just straight up, I don't really get it. Like I think they're doing too much. You know, you've, we've all heard music that's a little bit too experimental. I think this song, like that part specifically, struck me at how perfectly it was balanced. Like, it's like, whoa, this is going, oh, it didn't go too far. Just yeah. barely. Yeah. It came right back. Yeah. And it, um, to me, I don't know, like that, imagining this this thing coming up from underneath the earth and changing on its way and like trying to get the, sh- the correct form or whatever fits I right really- in. I really... I really like that. That is like a really good because the uh, uh, the final uh, song on the EP is called "Born," mm-hmm. and like originally, like 
when I listened to this for the first time, I was just like, okay, so uh, maybe this whole thing is like all of the songs leading up to that are all of the events leading up to the event of its birth. Right. But I really like this interpretation of at the start of the EP, it is alive to an extent, Mm -hmm. but it coming out of the cave and it crossing the threshold, like there is a developmental cycle that is happening. Yeah. Up to the point that it crosses the threshold of the cave from the depths of it to the outside. I think that that is super interesting and I really like that. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you approve as a, as a demon queen yourself. <laughs> well, yes, that is how I was born. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really like the song. I really like the CP. Uh, I, uh, it was, it's only like, on Pancake, they set a minimum price. Like, you can get this, this whole EP for $3.50. It is really like, do not pass this by. Go, go check this album out. Go support this, this EP. Go give Crescent some love. Uh, uh, absolutely go listen to it. It's fucking good. Good. It is good. I'm, I'm excited to listen to the whole thing later on. Yeah. 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 All right, um, yeah, it's time to move on. It's time to move on to my song. I don't think that I'll have as much to say about it as you did. Um, I, the song, I'm just going to start off with the song, and then uh-huh. I'll kind of give a little backstory. The song that I'm bringing is called Seahorse Dreams, and it's by the artist Cubby. Uh, that's K-U-B-B-I. Okay. And um, the reason that I picked this song... Well, it's really more that I, I picked this artist. Back in the day, long time ago, I had what gamers know as a gaming podcast. And yes. when I was setting that up, I was scouring the internet for what kind of music to use. And Cubby is one of the artists on Bandcamp that I came across that I considered being like, oh, should I reach out to this person and uh, you know ask if I can use one of their songs or whatever? Because I really liked the vibe of whatever I was listening to back then. I can't recall what, what it was. Yeah. Um, it was one of the albums. So when you said Bandcamp song, I immediately thought, like, I, I know of a few things that I listened to on Bandcamp. What's something that I actually discovered on my own? Cubby. And I also remember the name because uh, one of my sister's cats when I was young was named Cubby, spelled differently. But it just stuck in my heart for that reason. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you when you gave me that theme, I basically went straight to Cubby's page and I looked around and I clicked again, like you said, which which album art is the most ex- exciting or enticing or fits my mood right now. And mm-hmm. the album is the gas powered EP. And I listened to the first song and it seemed a little long and uh, um, atmospheric. So I went to the second song. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hell yeah, this rules. Uh, this is great. Um, I, I, I used to listen to music like this more often, um, and I don't as much these days. And I don't know why that is, but we're going to give it a listen and see if we can figure it out. Yeah, let's, let's fucking go for it. I'm excited.
All right. What'd you think, Jupiter? I fucking loved it. I wishlist the album. I, I, this is this is fucking good. <laughs> I, I, here's the fucking thing: is I, I fucking love chiptune music. Yeah. I really love chiptune music, but I never listened to it, and I don't yeah. know why. I know, I don't right? Un- I don't understand. Why didn't I so, listen to chip? Why? <laughs> I was what? listening to the song, and I think I solved the mystery, or at least for my end. Um, yeah, yeah. I used to listen to music like this a lot more because I used to have a job where I worked from home and did a lot of emailing um, and like, like spreadsheets and shit. And so I needed music that was instrumental, but also like kept me focused. And like, sometimes I needed music that was very like high energy and -hmm. this would have fit the bill perfectly Um, because this is very good chiptune music. And it also just has like a very, very like, the platonic form of guitar, electric guitar, yeah. just kind of just going and going ham over it. It's not like it's nothing too crazy, but it's it does rock like by any definition of the word. Um, yeah, it, so it really yeah. does. I really, I mean, I really enjoy the the mixture of chip tune and electric guitar. That's just <laughs> that's just good shit right there. That, that gets the blood pumping. Yeah, I I I really really love this. Um, it's the Risk uh, of Rain secret recipe. It is the Risk of Rain secret. <laughs> I learned a lot about the Risk of Rain 2 lore recently. I'm just like, oh, okay. Kind of <laughs> sad. Interesting. Uh, uh, turns out the reason why the Risk of Rain 2 soundtrack is so melancholy is for a reason. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, but uh, uh, this... Okay. I think, honestly, for me, because I did, I, when I was a kid, I, I think for me, I associate chiptune music a lot with middle school. Yeah. Uh, I, I associate a lot with being a kid. And so, for me, because, like, yeah, because I listened to uh, uh, a lot of chiptune back then, a lot of, like, like I said at the beginning, a lot of fucking, like, my music source was YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. was a lot of chiptune and uh, YouTube poop music videos. Yeah, and uh, and unfortunately, a lot of white boy rap about video games. <laughs> and the nerdcore, a lot of nerdcore. Yeah, <laughs> which you know what. Might info might uh, uh, give some context as to why I like the music I like now. Uh, <laughs> although I have separated myself from a lot of that shit. Although YouTube poop music videos still fucking rule. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, but for me, I think like there was a lot of sort of separating myself from all because like yeah, there was a lot of like shitty, terrible, embarrassing often extremely problematic shit that I listened to as a kid that I was just like, like a couple of years later, I was just like, oh, I'm so fucking embarrassed by this. This is what I had on my MP3 player. This is what I was rocking in the hallways of my middle school. And uh, so I separated myself from all of that shit. Um, And like even the good stuff. And now I'm just like looking back. I'm like, damn, I should listen to more chip tune <laughs> because there is 
something so... Like, chiptune music, I think, is really interesting because it is deceptively simple, right? Yeah. You only, like, especially if you're rocking off of, like, you know, like, classic chiptune music, like, stuff that they would actually use for, like, Game Boy games and shit, like, you were very limited into what sounds you could use, how many sounds you could use. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but also that there was a lot of experimentation and a lot of, um, uh, uh, pushing of the limits. I think a lot about there's this musician who worked on a lot of games back in the day who did a lot of chiptune music. And, um, there, there is, there was this, uh, uh, I don't know if he's like his current status, but there was this, a uh, musician who worked on a lot of old games for like the Game Boy and NES, uh, and hopefully somebody in the Discord will will direct me in the right direction after this episode comes out. But uh, that went extremely hard for like no reason, <laughs> and so fucking good, such good music. Um, and I really am kicking myself that I can't find him, but. Uh, uh, like there were a lot of tricks that you, that you could use like on that old hardware to basically like trick the Game Boy or whatever into giving you more notes to work with. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by like, Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to fucking full stop you here, but you just gave me a brain blast memory. When I was a kid, I had this little toy that we called the yak back. It was basically a recorder. And you could record a little bit and then you could hit, you could like record a small message and then you could hit play and play it back. But there were also three speeds. There was uh, slow, medium and fast. There's like regular. And if you like recorded it on slow and then played it back on fast, it would go extra fast because it was relative to how quickly you recorded it. But then I found out that there were also secret settings. I don't know what in the hardware caused this. But if you like left the switch like halfway between normal and fast, it would be like hyper, hyper fast. Oh, my God. So I spent like hours just fucking with this thing and like trying to make the most fucked up shit because I would record something on super fast and then play it back on slow. And it'd be like super low pitched and like take 40 seconds to get through or whatever. Um, nuts. And I don't know. It's just making me think of this whole like the the, the same idea of of just fucking with tech to make it do silly shit uh, and, and make silly sounds. I found it. Oh, I hell found yeah. the guy. I'm glad my little, my tangent helped you. <laughs> uh, his name is Tim Fullen. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, there's a, there's a whole uh, playlist on YouTube that is just best of Tim Fullen. Um, <laughs> I just want to just real quick uh, uh, take a second to uh, oh. uh, appreciate this music, and I'm going to send you uh, uh, the title screen music for a game. Have you heard of the game called Solstice? I have not. Exactly. I have no fucking idea what this game is, and yet Tim Fullen went extremely hard for no reason. Uh, here you go. We're just gonna listen to this real quick. Alright. 
Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just out of nowhere. Holy shit, this rules. Right? Like, no one played this game. No one played it. No one cared about it. And yet Tim fucking Fullen decided to do this shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Oh, God. All right. We can, we can stop at any time, but... Yeah, yeah. I've, I've stopped, but <sighs> I am going to make that my ringtone. Good, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't know why he went that hard, but, like, showing... Tim Fullen is the perfect example of showing how hard you could go on that old hardware in ch like because I think like on the NES you only got like two two tracks that you could really fuck with and then one drum track. I might be completely wrong there. I think I am, but like you could only do so much, but yeah. you could trick it into playing more notes than it was, than it was technically to. allowed to do. Yeah, and the people who figured that out were like, well, shit. Can't go back now. Uh, and made such fucking incredible music. And uh, there's that legacy is continued on in chiptune music to this yeah. day. Including, getting back to the song, including in this song. Including in Seahorse Dreams. Right. This... This is, it's, it's, the legacy is so rich and cool and wonderful, and I don't know why I don't listen to it more. <laughs> I think there's something, like, I'm, I'm glad that we're on the same page, because I don't know where it came from, but I, to me, there's something, like, embarrassing or, like, some degree of shame yeah. that goes along with listening to music like this. If I, yes. every time, I feel like almost every time I've been, like, like, I'll not even, like, put on a song, but, like, just one of these songs comes on and I'll let it play. Whoever I'm with is like, really? You know, like... Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's, like... There's like I, it's, it's so stupid because there is, like... Like, I've had that experience, too, where, uh, uh, like, people... Like, I don't know. There's this, like, perception, I guess, yeah. of chiptune music or music like it being seen as like amateurish or yeah. childish yeah when the it's amount like of effort and like like artistry and like brilliance that goes and legacy that goes into these songs the again that rich history there uh uh of like completely unsung heroes again tim Fullen was mostly working on games that were bad and nobody liked like was working on games that and, and like he didn't get any credit like or like because also like yeah. back then like the only place that you would get like the credits for who worked on a game if you were lucky was in the manual right. but it wouldn't be in the game anywhere typically um and like so going for years and years and years like completely without having his music recognized uh uh by you know the the people at large 
and yet making it that fucking good. Yeah. Like I that that is the legacy of chiptune music. Is 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 unsung heroes making music that absolutely fucking rips and getting no credit for it. Yeah. Also, if you don't like chiptune music, that's okay, but yeah, like sure. fuck you, it's fun. Like yeah. <laughs> let me have fun. It's fucking <laughs> fun. It's good shit. <laughs> Oh, there's also, uh, I will uh, uh, add on uh, that there is um, also an unfortunate thing of, like, people considering chiptune music as, like, less valuable and therefore more okay to just steal, like, to just use other people's music for their projects because, oh, it's just chiptune music. Right. You know, like... That also sucks, and I want to point that out as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, this this song fucking rules, uh, and I'm I, I'm I'm gonna make it a point to listen to more chiptune music. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a theme coming up at some point soon here, which will be uh, chiptune music. So get ready <laughs> for that. Uh, but yeah, I really I really like the song, and I'm really glad that we could have this conversation about it. <laughs> Me too. Um, I'm, I'm glad I was, I, I was nervous. Like I, I picked a song and I was like, I'm happy about this, but, and, and I know that this is like at least tangential to the wheelhouse of Jupiter, but I still felt like, no, this is going to be, this is going to be a point of division. So not, not because of you, but because of what it means to listen to chiptune music. Yeah. But because of how common that reaction is from people uh, that, oh, really? Yeah. Like it's it's fucking get over yourself everybody. Chipton <laughs> music is good. All right. Uh we're getting too riled up so I think we should take a little break. Let's take a little break. Let's take a little break. All right? One, two, three, let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to Artificial Ghost Radio. Why am I saying the title of the show again? <laughs> well, it's been a while. Maybe we forgot. Maybe we forgot. I certainly did. I don't know. For, for some reason, my brain was just like, okay, it's time to do the intro again. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting the recording, right? No. No, Jupe. No. Um... Um, I want to say this yes. is our little break episode, break of the episode. Time to time to just share quick news. Yeah. Um, we have been, as I'm sure you may be aware, a little bit behind the schedule. Yeah. Um, at, with this episode coming out, we will be caught up to date, and we're going to be coming back to our previous regular schedule starting April sixth, and going by weekly yeah. from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, uh. By the time this episode comes out, there will be, we haven't figured out the exact thing here, but there will be two episodes released in quick succession. Correct. Uh, uh, So, so this is a, this is an extra art ghost week. uh, And uh, you can fucking look forward to us being back on schedule uh, in April. April. Uh, uh, Apologies, but you know what? Honestly, now that I uh, uh, am on uh, mood stabilizers, uh, you know, I'm very hopeful and excited that it will, uh, mean that I have more active control over my emotions and life. I've been sort of, for the past two weeks, uh, been, 
Uh, taking a break from a lot of work stuff, uh, uh, which is why I haven't been streaming for the last two weeks. Uh, uh, the, the one bummer about not having a Twitter anymore is that I can no longer announce these things as much. <laughs> I just yeah. kind of dip, and then people are like, where did Jupiter go? And then I come back, and I'm like, I've been here. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, uh, but... But yeah, uh, uh, it's it's re- it's things like that that make me consider. Maybe I should just unfollow everything that's not like a cat photo bot. Yeah, I think and that's then fair. Be good there, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's still... I think that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, I uh, I've been sort of taking a break from from everything, uh, which is also why Ghost Town Pacific hasn't updated in a minute uh, because I just needed to. Uh, uh, separate myself away from, from stuff to like reset my brain and get myself ready for mm-hmm. this, this big new medication. Um, uh, and, uh, I'm going to be, you know, taking, by the time this episode comes out, I will be taking, uh, this week, I suppose, also a little bit off. And then after that, I'm hopeful that I will be getting back into the swing of things. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I I definitely really appreciate uh, everyone's uh, patience, uh, and uh, I think I said something to that effect last episode too. But you know what? These episodes are coming out at like the same time, so uh, we, we can't yeah. be expected to know everything we said. Come on. Yeah, no, but but yeah, I'm I'm very excited to. Uh, also, last episode was like <laughs> split in two. Yeah. Um. We'll figure it out in post. We'll we'll figure it out in post. But yeah, no, uh, um, I'm very, very excited to be on these mood stabilizers now. I've been on them for a couple of days and, uh, uh, I, I don't know if they're like, if they're already having an effect, but I feel like they are. It feels positive. Well, hell, you know what? Even if it's like the placebo effect, if you're feeling better, that's great. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am uh, uh, really, really excited uh, to finally, after 24 years, to you know, hopefully, be having a little bit more, uh, more control over my my mood and my life. So, yeah, yeah, uh, hell yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little trepidatious, but excited. <laughs> I think uh, that's that's a good mix of emotions yeah, for sure for sure <laughs> also we should we should do our little pluggy plugs here okay what do you want to plug today uh well i think the main thing that i want to plug uh is uh i mean in for mushroom station stuff i really want to plug uh the fact that we have been uh streaming yeah i are uh we have done two patron exclusive streams by this point we're going to be doing another one on april 1st of all of all days yeah i hope we don't expect any silly shenanigans to happen yeah i have no idea uh <laughs> but uh but yeah we've uh, uh, uh also on april 1st just because this is how this is working out uh, the VOD for our previous stream will be going up on our YouTube channel on uh, mm-hmm. Mushroom Station Podcasts so, on YouTube. So if you're not a patron yet and you want to see what these Patreon streams are all, all about and the vibe, you can check the, the VODs or the videos on demand. Yeah. Um, the V's OD, if you will. And <laughs> yes. uh, 
the and check out you know our, our previous work and uh I, we, i've had a lot of fun with them so far so yeah they've been they've been super fucking fun i i i am like i i'm really happy with the ones we've done i'm very excited for for more uh and uh yeah Definitely go check us out. Go support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mushroomstation to be able to watch the stream as it happens and influence the events. Absolutely. Have control. Take yeah. control of your life. Take control of our lives. <laughs> um, and then the the uh, the other thing that I want to plug is my own personal thing. Follow me over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Morningstar. Jupiter Morning Sorry, new name, new game. Yeah, it's the same games from before, but still, it's new, it's all yeah. new. It's new. I I'm honestly like I, I it's it's so funny. Uh, uh, I have changed my name online so many goddamn times. How is anybody supposed to find my shit? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Uh, but this one seems uh, good. This one seems good. I'm really happy with this one. I like with all of the other names that I've had online, there's always just been that like little bit of like uh uh again like trepidation, a little bit of like yeah. uh, I don't know, like this is this is good, but I don't know if it's like solid. Yeah. But Jupiter Morningstar feels very solid and I like saying it. Um, Absolutely. You got to experiment so, to find what's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me on Twitch, Jupiter Morningstar. This is the final name. I'm saying it now. This is the <laughs> final. This is the final goddamn name change for now. For now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, this is, this is, this is it. This is it. This is it. Um, I mean, I reserve the right to to change it again in the future, but I, I don't think I will. Okay. Uh, uh, but, um, but yeah, follow me on on Twitch at Jupiter Morningstar. Uh, I. Am uh, d- doing a bunch of fun streaming stuff. I'm. I think I'm going to be playing Hollow Knight soon. I think oh, I'm going to be playing Hollow Knight for the game. first time. Uh, bug well, game. Technically, technically beating it for the first time. I've played a little bit of it before. Okay. Um. But yeah. Uh. It's uh, the it's the Elden Rings of bug games. It's the Elden Rings of bug games. Eventually, I do want to uh, beat all the Souls games on stream, but that's going to be. <laughs> That's gonna be a whole. That's gonna be a whole mess of worms. I wanna. I wanna plug one last thing to ke- yes. keep this break rolling even longer. Uh, Fifteen yes. seconds. Elevator pitch. Uh, you may have heard the name. Enchanting aspects. It's Aww. a podcast on this network. If you like this show, but you don't like me, uh, <laughs> and also you don't like the veneer of it being about music when it's really just about pretty much whatever the fuck, then you should listen to Enchanting Aspects, because that's what that show is. Uh, it's with Jupiter and Amy, and you can find it at our website, www.mushroomstation.net. Thank you for your time. I, that is... What a way to pitch it, Joe. Um, <laughs> okay... Uh yeah, do do listen to my other my other show, Enchanting Aspects. It's really fun. I really love doing it. Um, let's do an ep. Let's do let's finish this episode. Let's, of this let's show spin out, this though. damn wheel. Let's spin the damn wheel. Let's fucking do it. Ah. <laughs> now, uh, 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 I there isn't really a way like I don't have enough music on Bandcamp to really justify it anyway but also there isn't really a way to do the wheel on Bandcamp yeah. 
Uh, so I'm going to continue to do the wheel on Spotify. To be fair, I'm not the one paying for my Spotify account. I don't <laughs> So, like, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm going to continue using Deezer. I, I, the more I'm learning about Deezer, I, there are some features that I'd like to talk more about another time. It's yeah. got some issues, too, but um, I'm glad... I'm glad it's not Spotify. I don't know. That's all, that's all I can sure. say about For that. For sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I am really going to uh, make uh, my best attempt... At uh, for the theme songs for the episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a a very real attempt to find the majority of those on non Spotify sources. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, let's spin the f- the wheel uh, and the wheel of Discord. I feel like I may have forgotten that. In I think you episodes. forgot it last week. I'll do it again just for a safe yeah. safe measure uh and the wheel of discord <laughs> now, now joe can you tell me a little bit about your the character that you're playing when you what? when you say it what are you referencing well i mean what it's character not, are you talking about i i mean it's not your voice you're not doing your voice you are it who sounds are, like who's doing a voice i was it was just i didn't hear anything for like ten seconds, and now I mean, you're asking me about a voice I was doing. It just it just sounds like there was like a like a scrungly old wizard in a tower, just mm-hmm. just just like screaming out a balcony. And okay, I think I know what you're talking about. I in my head, I just heard that as a vague and distant echo. Okay. So I don't know why it was like so much more audible for you, but um... uh, okay, all right, sick. Um, well, <laughs> my song uh, 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 is that I spun on the wheel. You know, it's very funny because we were talking about this band last episode. Okay. Get, do you want to take a guess? Uh, it would have been. It's, it's probably not Bright Eyes. No. Um, what else did we talk about last episode? Last episode was the Pets. Oh, it was the. So it wasn't. It probably wasn't the the Silent Hill music team. No. So Tally Hall? No. Wait, then what last episode are you... Oh, it was within the other conversations. I don't know. Yes. You have to tell me. Uh, We were talking about Caravan Palace. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, And this song uh, uh, is honestly... I don't know how the wheel always fucking does this. <laughs> but it is weirdly fitting with the music we were talking about today. Yeah. Uh, the, the song I, I spun is, uh, Dragons by Caravan Palace, uh, which is a song, uh, off of, I believe their self-titled album, which was released in, like, uh, 2008. So, it's fairly old by this point. Uh, it is, it is, my goodness, over 10 years old. <laughs> and this is again this was music that i was listening to in like not quite middle school but like high school yeah and i have i think every caravan palace album saved to my spotify i have always really liked caravan palace and all of their music is is very appealing uh but uh, uh, they're older music I don't tend to listen to that actively anymore, and 
I also, a thing with older Caravan Palace music is that I don't tend, I don't tend to remember which song is which because they all kind of have a similar vibe. And you listen to the album through. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. Yeah, which is why I, I really appreciate, you know, I've said, I said this last episode, which is why I really appreciate Chronologic as being like, all of those albums, uh, all of those songs rather are very distinct and I know which one is which. Um, right. Uh, but I don't remember which one this is, but I'm sure it's pretty fucking good. So let's give the song a, uh, a little listen, shall we? You know what's kind of fun about this episode? Hmm. Not a single lyric. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, not a one. <laughs> Who needs them? <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, it was it was pretty good. Um, I did like man, there was the, it was kind of like building in the bridge and yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. And I'm thinking, like, this song has kind of gone everywhere it's going to go. And then I checked the timestamp, and it was, like, two minutes out of four. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I think with, yeah. you know, music like this, you're not necessarily supposed to, like, listen to it intently. You know, it is kind of, like, feel the vibe. It is kind of, like, background music. I'm working from home a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And and like like it's funny that you say that because when I was first listening to this album when I was in high school, I absolutely did listen to it intently. Yeah. I yeah. this this song in particular, I remember kicking my ass when I was a kid. Yeah. And then listening to it now and I'm just like Ah, dude, it really doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it really, it really doesn't. It just kind of. I mean, the, the instrumentation is like really fun, and the, and the noises yeah. that they that they get with that like kind of pinching, whistling like uh, kazoo noise is it's it's very interesting. And and I think like I'm looking at the album art here, and it's like this dusty old robot like sitting next to a record player, and everything's yeah. kind of faded and like old westy, um, and it's like. It, it, it wants to like reach a specific aesthetic. You know, earlier you were saying that music tells a story yes. and I can imagine a narrative to this song. But what I was going to say at that point is that songs, really good songs tell a story. Sure. But also another thing that you can do with music is just try to completely like encapsulate a vibe or an aesthetic or an idea, a concept. And that's what this is going for more. And I think it achieves that. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Uh, there are, uh, uh, this, this album in, in its entirety, I think does really hit what it is trying to hit. It completely, like, like, this is, 
you know, kind of on the ground level of what Electro Swing uh, grew up from. Right. There is, you know, a lot of uh, stuff in here of, like, you can tell that these are the building blocks by which the genre would be built on and built with. And mm-hmm. that Caravan Palace in particular, having listened to all of their music, like, that this shit is... And this is the first song on the album, by the way. This... Oh, yeah, okay. This... uh, uh, uh It's this stuff that, like... I can see the the through line so completely of they started with this very like classic swing vibe and it got more and more electronic as it went and is also um uh, uh, sorry, I just, there's this, be- there's this beautiful comment from four years ago on this video that I just want to read. I got distracted. Uh, uh, this comment saying, I just found out today that this style of music is actually a genre. Electro swing. The more you know. I'll surely listen to more. <laughs> Thank you so much, AN262. Thank for you. your contribution. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, no, but like, like, like that aesthetic that you were talking about is absolutely like there are two music videos for this album uh, uh, that uh, g- get that sort of like, I don't know. It's it feels very like, I don't know, just after post-World War Two era, uh, uh, like swing music that is scrappy and like a little somber but like trying to build up this mood and i think like you know like with this being the first song of the album i do know that as the songs go on they pick up more and more and i think that that is like really the 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 fucking vibe of it and like one of the videos on this this uh, for this album, Susie, I believe this is the video that features like a bunch of people building a giant robot that ends up dancing a bunch. Hell yeah! And I feel like there is like I don't know, there is. Caravan Palace has always been really obsessed with this fucking robot, and <laughs> and. They watched like, Iron Giant as a kid, and they were like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, uh, and, like, I don't know. Like, there's... I think there's something to really examine there that I, I just haven't before. Of, like, this, this fucking big-ass robot kind of being a tool for destruction and war. Yeah. But that just wants to dance and have fun and vibe. And with swing music, which is a very um, communal genre, you don't, you're not supposed to listen to swing music on your own. You're supposed to listen to swing music in a big dance hall. Right. And 
Like, I don't know. There is something very, uh, uh, there's something very interesting there that I, I would like to examine in more depth, but I don't know. Like, I would need more than this song to do it with. Yeah. Um, and, but like, I don't know. There's, it's, it's just like, there's a very interesting through line. And I remember like when Electra Swing first hit the internet, like, uh, uh, it, it really, I don't know. It hit really hard, and I and I don't fully know why. Of what about the combination of these two genres, like hit so hard, and why Caravan Palace like has continued on, but both separated from Electric Swing as a genre in a lot of ways, and like also like those original fans, like people like An Two Six Two. I don't know that they completely followed along, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know what... Uh, there's something very nostalgic, I guess, but also... I don't know. There, I wouldn't even say a mix of nostalgia and modern with, like, at the very least, this first song. It just feels nostalgic for a alt-history, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very... It's very interesting and and something something a little a little bioshock inspired perhaps i (laughs) mean certainly in that vein yeah this is yeah like this was definitely a a a thing like this was during the era like that the the great gatsby remake came out yeah and like there was yeah there was this i don't know maybe it's still a thing i don't i don't i don't see as much these days of of like you know, wanting to dress up as a flapper or whatever. Yeah, um, there, there was. You're right. There was a really like particular time when that was a a, a real like big thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that this, that, this that... blending of of you know modern stuff because oh, in the Great Gatsby remake too, if you remember, there was a, like a lot of like just modern like top forty hits mixed into the movie. Yeah, which yeah. I did not love, but sure. Like, <laughs> that that was an aesthetic for a good decade or so and it, i think electro swing was just like right there in on it yeah it really was it really was it's in uh, like um uh uh and like the uh, chronologic which i guess is 2 years old now my goodness um <laughs> that album uh is distinctly modern it it yeah. it doesn't feel i think like cuz when I went to that concert two years ago or whatever, the last concert that I saw before COVID hit, uh, uh, the I heard people in the crowd, the vibe in the crowd, and I heard people saying stuff like to their friends about like uh, uh, the the new album not feeling like right, not feeling like it fit with the rest of their music, mm-hmm. and. You know, and then the music started playing and Caravan Palace got on stage and everyone was jumping and vibing for sure. Right. But that like there, I don't know, that there is that thing of like that feeling nostalgic for a time that never existed. Right. And that being a big thing with Caravan Palace's music for a very long time. And then, you know, Chronologic came out in in 2020 and you know in the and i i think like honestly like 
it might Caravan Palace might have been like sort of shocked into have like like a like being dunked in an ice bath, trying to like being like like forced into the modern era. Yeah, because that was a thing that happened to a lot of people. Of, yeah, of realizing that nostalgia is. Having nostalgia, <laughs> you you can have nostalgia, sure, but like that there is, um, how do I say that nostalgia is it, it can be beautiful and useful and nice and good and painful in the way that nostalgia inherently is. Mm-hmm. It also is one hell of a drug and a hundred percent can be absolutely misused and and is so often romanticizing terrible shit yeah or just and again like, specifically times that never existed or times that never existed yeah exactly um uh, like i i remember being in a conversation with my dad and uh, uh him being like uh i i missed the 90s shit was so progressive back then he said <laughs> and i'm just like i i don't want to get in an argument with him but also like my goodness, what? like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, uh, uh, and it's, it's, I don't know, like the, the last several years have, I think, shocked a lot of people into like, being a part of the modern era to the point where they're like, where a lot of people are like, man, everything was totally fine until 2016. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fu- no, it fucking wasn't. Yeah. Um, that's just when you started to pay attention. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. Uh. I I I I really like. I think that that might have happened with Caravan Palace that they that they yep brought themselves uh, uh abruptly into the modern era, because in a way they kind of had to. Yeah. So Caravan Palace, if you're listening, please uh reach out to us. You can join our Discord. Anyone can. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Join our Discord. Uh, uh, love to, love to have you. Honestly, it would be super sick to to get any member from Caravan Palace onto the show. That would be sick as hell. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's uh, that's that's this song. That's this song. Um, that's this episode. We're yeah. we're done. We're fucking I... done need to um give you a theme for us to pick songs based off of next week and i didn't prepare one in advance Mm -hmm. um and i was like i'll think of one during the episode well i have two on standby now one of them i am not very happy with because of what we just talked about for the last 20 minutes that was electro swing songs Oh, because of well. the, <laughs> because of the conversation we had last episode, I was like, "Oh, uh-huh. let's just let's just do that." Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to do that now. Sure. Um, I mean, we still can, but it would be three episodes in a row talking about electric swing. <laughs> um, the other song, the other theme that I have just kind of up my sleeve, thanks to a conversation with my sister, is songs that you would like to be played at your funeral. Oh, <laughs> is that too dark? No, it's not. I don't think so. Uh, okay. uh, I, I don't I don't mind talking about that. Uh, uh, I don't I don't I don't 
honestly, and this will be a thing that we end up talking about next episode for sure. Um, I think that that people are too fucking cagey about death. Like people are too yeah. fucking worried about talking about it. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's fair. Yeah, let, let's 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 challenge the status quo. We're going to talk about death. G- get ready, everyone. Next week is the death episode. Next week is the um, death episode. Get ready, bitch. <laughs> um, I have no idea what that song is going to be, but uh, we are we're going to find out together. Yeah, I I don't know either. I don't. I'm not, nothing is jumping out immediately in my brain, but uh, but I'm sure I will find one in in time. So. I'm excited um, okay. for that. Do we do anything specifically to end this show? Uh, well, yes, we do. Uh, and uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually sorry. Hold on, sorry. I'm getting a call from my sister. Oh, okay. Uh, Tell her uh, I said hi. Will do. Will do. Uh, let me. Uh, sorry. I need to. Uh, I need to answer this call from my sister. So, I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>